There we go. All right. I'm going to ask, um, this, this is intended to be a discussion, so feel free to unmute at any time, but I'm going to ask you to mute yourselves when you're not talking, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, during the meeting. Oh, uh, and in the chat, Paulette sent a uh, link for the Saturday Night Seder. I love that. I'll have to check that out. Oh, good. good. So if anyone is looking for the link, uh, you can check in the chat. We'll be able to check in the chat when, when, when the services, when the, um, when the meeting ends. I don't think so. Does anybody okay. know the answer to that? I think the chat goes away when the meeting ends. Okay. Looks like the chat goes away, but if you copy it now and, uh, pay, go to a program where you can paste it. That's what I did when we had the uh, listing of all the Haggadahs. I just okay. copied everything and pasted it into a Word document while we were doing the uh, uh, Torah study or do, doing, the, uh, doing the other study uh, uh, in the yeah. evening. We did it. it's, it's a good idea to have a, um, you know, a document for, for whatever um links and things that pop up during during uh these meetings uh if we have time i will share a few links with you at the end of good resources for counting the omer for sure we'll talk about them um but we we are now in the omer what what the heck is the omer you might ask We'll, we'll get to that. We're, we're doing it a little bit inside out today. We're starting with chesed. Does anybody know what the word chesed means? Mm -mm. Kindness. Kindness. Yeah, you can, you can get a hint from the little graphic I put in there. Chesed is kindness or loving kindness or um, compassionate kindness. It's a difficult word to translate because it embodies more than just kindness. It is uh, uh, some, something beyond that. It's, it's the, 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 the old-fashioned way of translating was loving kindness as all one word. Um, most of you will remember that from, you know, some of the, the older prayer books where that, that word would show up, loving kindness. Mm -hmm. uh, with the idea of it being, you know, some combination of both together. Uh, that's what we'll be talking about today. But as always, we begin with the blessing over Torah study. I am going to ask you to mute yourselves uh, if you're saying the blessing with me, because anything we try to do in unison, whether it's singing or saying a blessing together, uh, will just turn into a garbled mess uh, if, if, we, if we try to do it over Zoom because there's a little bit of a delay. Baruch atah Adonai Eloheinu melech haolam asher kishanu b'mitzvotav v'tzivanu la'asok b'divrei Torah. Blessed are you, eternal God, ruler of the universe who makes us holy with commandments and commands us to engage in words of Torah. Amen. 
And because it is the Omer, uh, we say a special blessing for the counting of the Omer. These are the uh, seven weeks, a week of weeks, the seven weeks, the 49 days between the beginning of Pesach and the beginning of Shavuot. These uh, 49 days are a time of spiritual reflection and elevation. Uh, if you attended a second night Seder, uh, if, you, if you attended the discussion that I led on the uh, uh, second night of Passover, then uh, you already said this blessing for the first night. If you joined us uh, last, last night uh, at our service, uh, and I'm, I'm sure services anywhere, uh, we said the blessing for the second night. If you haven't, or the second day, we always say the blessing in the evening, um, like most of our blessings, because that's when the day starts. Uh, these, if you haven't yet said the blessing, or if you just want to practice, uh, we're going to say it right now, and we'll do this every Saturday, so that you can be yotze, you can be covered for the blessing, at least uh, every week when you're here. On other weeks, uh, or on other days of the week, you'll have to do it on your own. But I'll give you some, some uh, good resources to help with that too. Uh, I, I, before, before anything else, I will readily admit, although I've tried many, many years, I have never gotten a 100% on counting the Omer. It's, it's remembering, remembering to, to you know, set the time aside and say the blessing, uh, every day for 49 days in a row. I, I, I've never managed to get all the way through. I do believe that this is the year. I think it's going to happen this year. Uh, so, so far, I'm two days in 100%. Uh, and some of you might be as well. If, uh, if you miss a day, uh, don't be so hard on yourself. Some rabbis would say that... Um, some rabbis uh, uh, would say traditionally, if you miss a day, that, that that sort of ends the run. You can't continue to say the, the blessings no. in the future. But there is, uh, I, I, I would just, you know, being a little bit selfish here, it, because I've always end up missing a day. If you miss a day, uh, I would say give yourself that day off. Uh, you know, write it off, pick up with the next day and uh, continue, you know, a 90% is better than a zero, right? Mm -hmm. Any teachers in the crowd? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> All right. So you can see that there is a, uh, that there are two versions of the blessing. One for women and one for men, because Hebrew is a gendered language. Uh, so say the appropriate one. I'm going to say the one for men, uh, but uh, you'll say the appropriate one for you, and I'll go nice and slow. Please, uh, again, when we say blessings together, do leave yourselves muted. Oh, we've got some people coming back. This is good. We've got, we've got some new people joining who I think had tried to join before. Welcome. We're just about to say the blessing for 
Sefirat HaOmer, for counting the Omer. All right. Hinani Muchan. If you're a woman, you would say Muchana. Umzuman Lekayem Mitvat Ase Shel Sefirat Ha Omer. Behold, I am prepared and ready to perform the commandment of counting the Omer. Did you all say it? Yes. Mm -hmm. And then everyone says, Baruch Ata Adonai Eloheinu Melech HaOlam Asher Kidshanu B'Mitzvotav V'Sivanu Al Sefirat HaOmer. Blessed are you, Adonai, our God, ruler of the universe, who sanctifies us with mitzvot and commands us concerning the counting of the Omer. And now that we've said the blessing, we actually do the thing. You know, you say the blessing, then you drink the wine. Uh, you say the blessing, then you eat the matzah. You say the blessing, then you do the thing. The only exception is lighting uh, Shabbat or, or any holiday candles. Uh, because if you lit the candles after you said the blessing, you wouldn't be allowed to light any candles. So we flip it. Right, right. So we said the blessing, now we'll do the thing. We're going to count the Omer. Uh, you'll say with me, make sure you're muted. Hayom Shel, hi, sorry, Hayom Shanae Yamim La Omer. Today is two days of the Omer. And tonight, you can say the same thing. Uh, just say three. So what is the Omer? Here's, this is what the Omer, the entire Omer might look like at a glance. The, the word Omer, by the way, anybody know where uh, the word Omer comes from? Mm -hmm. The Omer originally, we need, to, we need to get Conrad back on these calls. What happened to Conrad? <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was always my, uh, my backup. The Omer originally is a um, agricultural term. It refers to a, a measure of, of grain. And it was when the, the uh, sheaves were, I guess sheave would, sheaf would be the, the translation. When the, the sheaves are gathered together. So this marks the uh, end of the barley harvest up through the end of the uh, wheat harvest, which are two of the five grains of Israel, two of the five grains that matzah can be made out of, uh, which are also two of the five grains that you cannot have during Passover unless it's matzah. Uh, wheat, barley, wheat, oat, spelt, and... I always, I, I always miss a different one, but I can never remember. Wheat, oat, barley. Rye. And rye, thank you. Uh, 
Uh, Rabbi Simon says it's because I, I always do them in a different order. So during this time of harvest, it's also a, a spiritual harvest when we're gathering and all of these, all of these scattered sort of pieces of your soul from day to day, you know, you're over here, you're over here, you're doing this, you're on Zoom, you're trying to, you know, figure out. <laughs> I, I think I joke in every meeting, there's a certain percentage of, of every Zoom meeting <laughs> discussing Zoom meetings. Uh, whether it's a technical issue or just, you know, in the abstract, uh, it's, it's like obligatory. Everyone spends some time discussing, you know, the Zoom meeting sort of meta conversation. The, oops, I went too far. The, um, and I'll give you links to, to all of these resources uh, at the end. I'll tell you where I found them and you can find them as well. Uh, so this is, this is an overview of the entire Omer and it's very nicely color coded. The, the, the color coding, not this particular diagram, you can see the um, yeah, <clears throat> right information down here, but the colors themselves are, um, based on the teachings of uh, Reb, uh, Reb Zalman, Zalman Schechter Shalomi, uh, who I, of blessed memory, who uh, I, I had the privilege of studying with uh, a handful of times when I was growing up uh, near Boulder, which is where he lived. He is uh, a fascinating, was a fascinating uh, character, an individual, um, he uh, wrote an entire translation of the Psalms in contemporary English, uh, but it was sort of his version of contemporary English, uh, which made for a very strange mixture. Um, it would say things like, hey, God, how are you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here. I'm not feeling so good. Uh, it's difficult to describe. I'll have to, uh, one of these days I'll have to track down a copy. Um, I, I don't know. I don't think it ever, uh, uh, was, was printed, but I've seen excerpts other places. And, and, you know, when I was, when I was living there, I saw a full thing, but he's, uh, he's also the founder of renewal Judaism, uh, the renewal ah. movement, uh, and, uh, really a giant of, of, of Judaism in, in many ways during his lifetime, uh, incorporating uh, mysticism, incorporating spirituality, uh, incorporating traditional uh, halachic Judaism, incorporating uh, contemporary uh, spiritual Judaism, crossing a lot of different boundaries, bringing, uh, bringing different things together. Uh, very fascinating figure and, and I appreciate his work. So these are the, this is based on, um, the colors, uh, in this diagram are based on his teachings, uh, uh regarding the Sephirot. So you can see, we've got seven weeks, we've got seven, uh, Sephirot, or attributes, 
We're going to translate it today. Chesed, which is loving, kindness, benevolence. Givura, discipline, justice, awe. Tiferet, beauty, harmony, compassion. Netzach, endurance or ambition. Hod, which is humility or splendor. Yesod, bonding, foundation, nurturing. Malchut, nobility or leadership. All of these translations, by the way, are approximate translations. Uh, for any one of these words, you could probably find a hundred different translations that would all be uh, valid, that would all have some, some truth to offer because they're uh, very, they're such abstract ideas, it's hard to get a handle on them. Now you notice that the rest of this chart is all made up of different combinations of these colors. Each week of the Omer corresponds with one particular attribute. This week is Chesed. You notice all of these have purple. And in the center of that purple for Chesed, you have all of the other different colors. You've got Givura, you've got Hod, you've got all of these different ideas contained within Chesed. So every single day of the Omer, you have this, uh, these, these two separate attributes that are uh, one within the other. So this whole week we're focused on Chesed, on developing chesed, developing loving kindness. I'm going to use, even, even though it's a little bit of an um, antiquated translation, I'm going to use it anyway, uh, because I think it does a good job expressing, uh, uh, you know, what is chesed. All this week we're focused on loving kindness, but we're focused on different aspects within chesed, within loving kindness. Today, in fact, since it's the second day, we're focused on, focused on givura in chesed, which is discipline within kindness. So what does it mean to spend a week focusing on kindness? What do you think? Well, I think it's apropos right now. It's very apropos. This is... It, a time when we really need to focus on kindness to other people who are especially having a lot of difficulties. I mean, we are all having difficulties, but I think if you focus on other people's difficulties at this time, it helps you to sort of um, put your own difficulties in perspective. Yeah, uh, I can't tell the number of times uh, over the past couple of weeks that uh, I, for one, have found myself, you know, just frustrated at people for, for, you know, gosh, why is that person, you know, doing such a stupid thing? Uh, you know, get out of here, get out of my way. And uh, then I, hopefully in the moment, but oftentimes later on, step back and realize, uh, 
that's a normal human thing to do. I'm the one who's being the jerk by, by being rude and impatient and, and um, not recognizing that, you know, I'm frustrated because of everything that's going on around me, not because of what this, you know, poor person I snapped at is doing. I rarely snap at people. It's mostly in my head, but. <laughs> right. Well, uh, sometimes, you know, people aren't always listening to what's going on around right now. And you kind of can't understand why they're not listening to this broad picture of what's really happening and not functioning in the way that they should be. I think that's that's part of the problem, but you just have to figure not everybody thinks the way that you do, and I have to take stock of that at times. And you know, that's difficult. But I think I think about kindness a lot in these days and how when other people are being so kind and making food packages and you know, going yeah. to do um, you know, uh errands for neighbors who can't get out of the house because they're too elderly and things. I think, you know, basically we, we do have a lot of kindness in the world and it's nice to see that not everybody is all for themselves. Yeah. The, the idea of, uh, chesed is, is described. I'm looking for the, the particular citation. Um, as doing above and beyond. It's not just um, tzedakah or tikkun. Uh, it's considering the needs of others before considering your own needs and then taking action to help others meet needs that they may or may not even realize uh, that they're having. <clears throat> that's, that's an expression of love. To be able to, because it requires a few steps, right? First, you have to acknowledge that other people have needs. Okay, that's, that's for most of us, a pretty easy one, unless you're a sociopath, that's a pretty easy one. <laughs> Recognize other people have needs. Then you have to put yourself into the mindset and the experience of another person. What is this person experiencing? What are they feeling? Uh, how are they interacting with the world? What are the obstacles that they're encountering? What are the challenges that they're experiencing? What sorts of things would bring them joy, would bring them uh, pleasure, happiness, would improve their life in some way? Because what may be a kindness for me might not be a kindness for you. You have to really put yourself in the mindset of another person. It requires tremendous empathy uh, even before you can do the chesed. And you have to care enough to do that, which is, which is where we get this idea of love. You have to really love somebody. That's, that's caring about somebody with incredible intensity, enough that you uh, take the effort to do these things. 
and uh, with discipline the discipline and the kindness i think and i feel it is you have some people that you know are isolated who can't get out because of their situation or what they're doing and the discipline is to remember to call them and not put it off and to remember oh i haven't spoken to this person in two days let me call them and see how they're doing because yeah that may be the only communications they have with the outside world right now because they can't get out and do something they can't even some of them can't even go outside of their apartment so re, the discipline of remembering to do it every day or every other day so that they stay in touch with the world yeah if 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 you have uh friends or associates that are that are in a uh you know assisted living or something many of them can't even leave the room uh i mean imagine for weeks and weeks on end being confined to a single room sometimes maybe even with a roommate um you know anybody who's who's lived with other people knows once in a while you need you know a five minute break uh no matter how much you might love and appreciate the other person and and there are people that don't have that luxury that are you know locked in a room for weeks and weeks on end um at this point yeah it requires uh from that point of empathy uh, it's easy to not have the discipline. It's easy to uh, either put it off or say, oh, well, you know, I really, you know, care about this person, but I'm, I'm too tired to call them right now. Or, ah, they'll be fine for another day. Uh, there's also a discipline in, in a... Um, I think a, a sort of kindness in the discipline of making sure that you are caring for, for people that you may not even meet directly. Um, you know, you go to the store, you find, Oh my gosh, I finally found the store that has, you know, five bottles of, 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 uh, um, dish soap. That's, that's one of the things I've been looking for lately. Um, uh, I'm going to buy all five of them so that I finally have dish soap and I don't have to worry about running out for the rest of the, the uh, uh, pandemic. I'll be, I'll be set. It takes an incredible uh, act of chesed and discipline to be able to say, wait a minute, I'll take one because mm -hmm. right now I only need one. And there might be four other people that are in the same boat that I'm in that are also looking for uh, soap or medicine or toiletries or whatever the case might be. Uh, and they might be grateful to find one left on the shelf. Uh, or maybe if they have five on the shelf, I take four and I leave one for the next person. Uh, right. whatever, whatever you're able to do. Ideally, you, you just take you know, what you need at the moment, but um, you know, hopefully at least you 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 think about you know the, the the next person the other person down the line um because that's that's uh, it's not a requirement there's no law that says you have to do that um 
which is why I, I, I did find the citation, the Rambam, Maimonides said uh, that chesed is defined, uh, defines chesed as excess, meaning it's an excess of goodness. Uh, we see this in the case of God as well, because although God is committed to righteousness and justice, God's mm -hmm. love for Israel is overwhelming. God steadily and persistently refuses to abandon wayward Israel despite our undeservedness, and in that God and in that God manifests the essential meaning of the Hebrew word translated as loving kindness. Uh, this is beyond tzedek, beyond righteousness, mm -hmm. uh, beyond fairness, because, yeah, according to the rules of our society, I don't know why I'm thinking about dish soap. Anybody else thinking about dish soap today? <laughs> um, I did eventually find dish soap. <laughs> and I bought one bottle. I was very good. Uh, might be that they only had one bottle, I don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> Um, toilet paper might be more relevant right now. <laughs> to toilet paper is another. I've been using toilet paper as an example for three weeks. I'm trying to think of a new example. Uh, and but, sanitizer. Yeah, same, same thing. I, I have not found, I have not had any luck finding toilet paper, and it's getting, it's getting bleak. <laughs> I know if well, I, I will project some humor. Um, at, the, at last year's White Elephant Hanukkah you know, exchange for the choir party, I yeah. actually got a roll of Donald Trump toilet paper, and <laughs> I, I made a resort to that, that we, we put that You're on like, the <laughs> last emergency. <laughs> You're like, okay, this right. is, this, okay, so this is a collector. On, <laughs> I can I pass saw. on toilet paper. Listen, I was... Very good. I went to the Davis Island Pharmacy yesterday and somebody told me that they have toilet paper, that their friend had just gone to the pharmacy uh -huh. and gotten toilet paper and paper yes. towels. They had some, but I did not take any because I had just bought a roll, you know, a, a, a whole a package, yeah. package of toilet paper and paper towels from the supermarket. So I left the toilet paper for somebody else. So if you need toilet paper or paper towels, from what I understand, they are open till two o'clock today and Davis Island Pharmacy has some. I just want to say a lot of people are using the Nextdoor app and it, it was an article I read yesterday and I'm going to get on that app today to see what the needs of their neighbors are, to share like yeah. to share oh, information yeah. like, oh my gosh, you know, Big Lots has toilet paper now or to also see mm -hmm. Who, who are the shut-ins in their own neighborhood? Who are the people who need a little extra help? Or who's doing grocery run anyway? And, you know, those kinds of things. And I would like to be connected to my neighbors because I'm in a relatively new area and don't know anybody here. So I thought that might be a nice way to plug in and do some good for others and, you know, sort of um, crowdsource things. In, which yeah, might. I, I think that's a fantastic idea. And it, it leads right into our next point, which is how do you how do you get this chesed? Christopher, I saw your I saw your background. I liked it. He changes. Yeah, I stole that idea see. from somebody else from a Zoom meeting. I was like, well, that's too funny. I have to I have to do. <laughs> um, it's it's uh, yeah. If you encounter you know, the giant, you know, 10 giant packages of, 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 of toilet paper. It's totally fair 
to, to buy them all unless the store has a policy there. You're not breaking any rules. You're not breaking any laws. Uh, you know, it's, it's the law of capitalism. It's fair. If I have the money to do it and the opportunity to do it, I do it. There's, there's something that's within Hasid that goes beyond just what's fair to what's kind. Mm -hmm. And how do you develop this attribute? Uh, Perry started, uh, started us off with a great example of uh, applying that discipline of um, using uh, uh, the, the tools that we have of making an active plan of, okay, I'm going to uh, you know, find out what tools my neighbors are using. I'm going to download if they're using the next door app, I'm going to download that and you know, see what needs my neighbors might have reach out to them in an active way uh that's that's a that's a active discipline waiting uh, uh by by following a prescribed uh plan that's applying the aspect of discipline to kindness. So this is a great day to do that because today we're, we're givura in chesed. It's, it's discipline within chesed. We'll talk more about that next week. Um, givura specifically. And I'm really struggling this morning. All right. Um, and how do we develop over the course of this week? How do we develop chesed? How do we uh, learn to be more kind? Well, the nice thing about chesed, about kindness, is that it, it, it actually works both ways along the pipeline. We talked before about if you want to, uh, in order to be able to do acts of kindness, first you have to recognize the needs of others then you have to put yourself in the mindset of another person to find out what those needs are uh, then you have to use uh, imagination discipline all of these other things to be able to uh, apply those lessons and think okay here's something that could be done uh, for this person that's above and beyond what they're entitled to above and beyond what they uh, you know, quote unquote deserve, but just something that I'm doing out of love, out of kindness. Uh, and it could be, you know, kindness for, for, you know, those that you, you are, you know, closely knit with your, your loved ones. It could be uh, kindness, you know, for human beings at large, even human beings you never see. Uh, and then, of course, the last, last step is you actually take those actions. You do those kind things. And the amazing thing I mentioned about, about chesed is that that pipeline works both ways. You can actually start at the end. You say, okay, I, I need to be more kind. Just do a kind thing. And as you start doing kind things, as you start going above and beyond, uh, you know, doing kindnesses, doing, you know, nice things for people, acts of love, you find that you end up developing an understanding of people's needs and you end up developing 
an empathy for people. And you end up developing this aspect of loving kindness, the feeling of loving kindness, uh, by starting with the acts. So you don't have to start, you know, in your own mind of sort of, you know, hypothetically, how would I go out and do it? Go out and go out and, and do something nice. Do something kind for someone. That's how you develop chesed over over the course of, uh, you know, hopefully not just this week, but with a special uh, focus this week, with a special intensity this week. Uh, and you can, you can use uh, a variety of tools to help you focus on a different aspect of chesed every day. Just like today, we're focusing on, on chesed within, where's my PowerPoint? Gibberat within chesed. Uh, all of these come from the, the Sefirot, the, the Tree of Life. Uh, sefirot uh, is, is sort of naturally, linguistically connected to Sefira, counting of the Omer. You could call this, you could translate this as the Ten Countings, the Ten Spheres, the uh, Ten uh, uh, Aspects. There are lots of different ways to, to translate what is, what is a sefira, what is, you know, what, what is chesed, which we find here. Has anybody seen this diagram before? Mm -mm. Most of you? No. Some of you? Mm -hmm. uh, no. This is uh, a very prominent uh, diagram in Kabbalah in Jewish mysticism that is a representation of how God enters this world or how the light of God perhaps enters this world, uh, how this world was created, that there, there is at the very top, Ein Sof, the, the endless, mm -hmm. The, the endlessness of God that cannot be contained, that could not fit in this universe, that if it were in the physical universe uh, would leave no room for the universe to be in. So that's, that's somewhere, there's, there's this, this, even though the Ein Sof is endless, limitless, it is limited somehow because the, there's nothing beyond God. Uh, God can limit God's own limitlessness, is that a word? And uh, create space for the universe to exist, space for us to exist. Uh, Keter is the crown, the, the, the divinity of God, I suppose you could say, uh, which is sort of this highest level. And uh, this, this is, you can picture this as uh, a fountain. Imagine each one of these as like a bowl and it overflows into the next bowl and overflows into the next, uh, finally coming down to the bottom, Malchut, which is uh, sort of the, the, the physical world, the, the most physical part of the physical world. Uh, this is like the, the, the stuff you can touch, the material world. You've got uh, 10, of these sefirot, these, these orbs, these aspects, these 
um, vessels. And according to a mystical understanding of the Jewish world, only seven of them are really uh, accessible to us. Only the seven at the bottom are directly accessible to us. That these are the aspects that human beings can, um, can access or obtain in some way, develop in some way. Uh, chokhmah, true wisdom, the wisdom of God is something that's beyond us. Bina, understanding of the deep secrets of the universe is beyond us. Uh, Keter, which is, you know, God's divinity is something that's, that's fundamentally inaccessible to us. We see the, the effects of it. We see the, the, um, you know, the, the sort of ripples that it causes, but we don't see the, uh, those aspects directly. They're inaccessible to us. And so those seven at the bottom are the seven sefirot, which are human, which are accessible to us. And that's why those are the seven sefirot that are uh, highlighted during this time of sefirat ha-omer, counting the omer, that we focus on each one of these. If all of that uh, explanation of this diagram uh, seemed a little bit, uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Obscure to you? Uh, if it's a little bit, if, if the whole idea is inaccessible to you, don't worry about it. If you, if you like it and you want to know more and you find it inspiring, awesome. Please do. Uh, there are lots of ways to, to, you know, study this at a basic level uh, pretty easily. Uh, I find when it comes to mysticism that there's very little in between that people either, you know, feel it right away, it clicks with them, they love it, uh, or people think, uh, uh, or people feel like, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, nonsense, it's jargon, it doesn't mean anything for me, I don't know how it applies to my life or how it will ever apply to my life. Uh, those are both totally normal, acceptable reactions. I find that almost everybody has one reaction or the other. Either you're into it or you're not, and that's fine. So if you're not into it, don't worry about it, because we're also talking about the practical aspects, just like we did with Chesed today, of what is Chesed? How do you do it? How do you develop it? Uh, in this case, you develop it by doing it, which is very convenient. Uh, and we're going to go through that for each of these. We're going to talk about exactly uh, what what we're focusing on each week in this this uh, counting of the Omer, Sefirat HaOmer. <clears throat> How important is Chesed? Simon the Just, is, uh, one of one of the the great early rabbis. Uh, taught the world rests upon three things, upon Torah, service to God, and bestowing kindness. I bet most of you could even say this in Hebrew. Al shlosha devarim ha'olam omed, al ha'torah, 
al ha'avodah ve'al gimilut hasadim. You've heard you've heard this before if you've you know if you've ever been to camp, if you've ever been to a Torah service, you've heard. Uh, I'm not going to sing it because I'm I'm not a cantor, <laughs> but uh, there are a lot of great uh, um, tunes for this. You know, Al Shlosha Divarim Ha'olamomet. That's like the camp version, and there, you know, the 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 sort of old the, the version that I grew up with was Al Shlosha Divarim Al Shlosha Divarim. And there, there are dozens of different versions of this because it's such a great saying uh, that it's, it just lends itself to, to song. One of my favorite quotes comes from Abraham Joshua Heschel. This was, this was who, who was, if you don't know, one of the giants uh, among rabbis of the, of the 20th century, really in a class of his own who said, when I was young, I admired clever people. Now that I am old, I admire kind people. I think that's our final thought uh, for the day. But as promised, I'm gonna to talk to you a little bit about some of the resources that are available to you. Let's see if I can figure out how to share some of these in in the chat. All right, how do I get back to the chat? Oh, good. All right, so this is, oops, I'm, I sent it just to David. He's answering a question of his earlier and I still had him selected. All right, now it should be to everyone. So this is, uh, a PDF, you can, you can copy and paste this into your browser, download it, uh, read it through the week. Uh, what is Chesed? This is uh, from Musar in Action, from the Musar Institute, uh, written by Alan Marinus, who is, uh, if you've ever studied Musar with me, 90% of what I do is based on his teachings. He is a a uh, phenomenal scholar and teacher of Musar, who has, uh, you know, essentially taken a lot of, of uh, the traditional teachings of Musar of Jewish spiritual discipline and distilled them into uh, the most comprehensible, practicable, uh, versions that, that you, can, you can take, you can read it and understand it right away and put it to action today. Uh, I don't think there's anyone else that does a better job of that than he does. Uh, I recommend if, if you're at all interested in Jewish spiritual discipline, if you're at all interested in Musar, to check him out. You've got a PDF and that's got uh, information about him and his organization there as well. Uh, how to count the Omer. I'm going to give you a couple of different resources. <clears throat> Reformjudaism.org slash counting Omer. That's pretty easy. Uh, this, uh, if, if you don't go on reformjudaism.org, you're, you're missing out. Any, any question you can ask, they're going to have the most straightforward answer of here's what it is, here's how you do it. 
and very often have great rabbis that have, have written some sort of a, an interpretation or reflection about something as well to give you a you know, sort of spiritual boost on whatever topic you're looking at. Uh, this should be, any time I type a question into uh, Google, I, you know, scroll past, you know, so sometimes reformjudaism.org pops up first, uh, but, you know, often it's a couple, you know, scroll past, you know, Chabad, Aish, uh, um, you know, reconstructing Judaism sometimes, you know, scroll past, you know, uh, uh, my Jewish learning, uh, which are all, you know, you know, have great information, I scroll past them and I always start with uh, reformjudaism.org because nine times out of 10, it's got exactly the information that I, that I want uh, in, in a very approachable way. And uh, I won't say that there is no agenda. The agenda is, is you know, reform Judaism. But uh, at least in, it's an agenda that I, that I know exactly what it is. And luckily, that's my agenda, too, as a reform rabbi. So it works out. Um, speaking of my Jewish learning, uh, here's a great article that you can uh, take a look at. And... I'm going to include a link here. Does this have both? Yes. All right. This last one, oops, I lost you. This last one, opensidur.org is a very neat website, but it's, it's neat for rabbis and Jewish scholars more than for um, simple day-to-day -day questions. It is, uh, you know, it's for nerds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is an open source uh, Sidur uh, liturgy that is made freely available for anyone to use for any purpose that they would like. Uh, anything that uh, you find on here, you can, um, just like Wikipedia, it's created by a community, contributed by a community, and you can uh, take it and use it for whatever purpose you want. <laughs> Paulette says, uh, uh, can, can, I can I share your, your message? Okay. <laughs> says, uh, I, open, I use OpenCDOR a lot. Nerds unite. <laughs> Amen. Uh, absolutely. It's, uh, uh, it, it has, uh, all of uh, most of Jewish liturgy. I, I, I don't want to say all cause then somebody will find the exception, but pretty much all of Jewish liturgy, um, in, in an open format and lots and lots of interesting stuff that is, um, non-traditional liturgy, uh, that or, or unusual liturgy pieces that you might not find like this chart um, that I used at the very beginning. If you, if you go to that link, you can see that chart with just the colors. If you scroll down, there's, you know, lots of Hebrew. It tells you exactly how to uh, uh, pronounce each day of the Omer. And um, gives you some interesting things. Uh, 
if you scroll all the way down towards the bottom, then you'll see the chart in, in Hebrew and in English. I use the English one here. If you prefer Hebrew, you're welcome to use it. Um, and uh, uh, that you can, you can you know, click on and download and save on your computer, use it however you want. Um, <clears throat> is that everything? I think that's everything. The, uh, the last thing that I'll say is uh, go to the app store, type in Omer, and you'll get lots of different results. Uh, I'm using one which is, uh, I think it's just called My Omer. Yeah, My Omer. Um, there is there is one from Reform Judaism uh, that you pay a couple dollars for. Uh, it's probably worth it. I, I haven't downloaded it yet because I've been using this one for a couple of years. Um, it's generally what you'll find. Um, you know, here's 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 my app. Uh, and you can see that it tells you what day it is. It gives you a little uh, information, a quote, uh, some sort of teaching or meditation. Um, <clears throat> the uh, and some other things. Um, you know, this has a journal exercise. Um, so my my my. Oh, this is this is a day ahead. My, my exercise for today, help others on their terms, not on yours. Apply yourself to their specific needs, even if it takes effort. So that's nice. That's, that's helpful. And there's a little smiling sun there to go with it. Um, this is not an endorsement. Um, it just happens to be the app that I use. It's created um, by, um, where, where is it? Settings. Um, the the Meaningful Life Center, uh, which is uh, uh, run by a, a Chabad rabbi that focuses on. Uh, I think he might actually be here in Florida, maybe on on the other other coast. Uh, who who focuses on these types of of spiritual development? Um, there's there's also an official Chabad app that that I don't use. There's a, as I said, a reform app. So you'll find different ones and they have different uh, feel to them. But the most important part to me about any of these apps is uh, that they give you a reminder every day. You can open up the app and check it and see, okay, what is it today? Instead of trying to keep that whole big chart in your head, you can do it very quickly. All right, I have to go. I've used literally every last minute. So I'm going to say Shabbat Shalom, Moadim Lasimcha, Happy Passover. Shabbat Shalom, Happy Passover. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom, Happy Passover. Shabbat Shalom. Thank you for a wonderful discussion. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Shabbat Shalom.